0: Bicentennial spirit is alive in neighborhoods all over America. I'm John Warner, Administrator of the Nation's Bicentennial. Today, millions of Americans are involved in Bicentennial programs and events. One year ago, there were just 2,000 Bicentennial communities. Today, we are approaching 10,000. One year ago, the Bicentennial Administration had listed only 5,000 projects and events. Today, the list is approaching 50,000. Are you a part of it? Do you want to learn more about your Bicentennial? Then subscribe to the Bicentennial Times. It's free. It's the National Bicentennial Newspaper. It tells who, what, when, where, and how about our 200th anniversary celebration. To receive your free copy, write to me, John Warner, Bicentennial Times, Box 1976, Washington, D.C., 20276. It's free. Join us.
2: W F A A Dallas, Fort Worth. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater
1: presents.
3: i E.G. Marshall. One always admires the truth seekers, and rightly so. However, there have been times when men of good conscience have deliberately concealed the truth because they felt it would be unbearably painful. Paraphrasing the 17th century philosopher Vico, it might be said that men who do not know the truth of things try to reach certainty about them ...to satisfy their conscience. And yet the discovery of truth can sometimes bring about the exact opposite effect. It satisfies
4: everything except one's conscience. If I understand you correctly, and I think I do, Monsieur Dubois... ...you are telling me that you know exactly what I'm going to find out. And that it's ugly and venomous. And therefore should be kept secret.
3: I say more than that, madame. I issue you a warning and I beg you to heed it while there is still time. If you persist in this search, it will lead you inevitably to those who hold life very cheaply. So I ask you for your own sake, go home. Go home before you damage yourself irreparably. <laughs> mystery drama sleeping dogs was written especially
0: for the mystery theater by murray burnett and stars marion seldes it is sponsored in part by sign off the sinus medicines and buick motor division
2: i'll be back shortly
0: with act one
2: well sir i see you're one of the many people who bought a new buick century that's right boy you want to talk about roomy and comfortable just take a look in there go ahead but you have uh, you have curtains
3: hanging in your car yes wallpaper too well why's that well we like the century so much we decided to sell a house and uh, live in it
2: huh. well it doesn't that get just a little crowded oh i suppose it might after a while but uh, well we aren't home that much
3: oh yeah we got a little skyhawk up north
2: buick dedicated to the free spirit in just about everyone
4: I want that sinus medicine. Headache tablet? No, the sinus medicine that relieves headache and congestion, internal sinus pressure, and post-nasal drip. You mean Sinoff? Exactly. Compare
3: sign-off tablets with anything you've ever taken for sinus. No sinus tablet you can buy relieves more symptoms. Sinoff gives you a full dose of pure aspirin plus a powerful sinus drainer. Sinoff works fast to help sinus pain while you drain.
2: S-I-N-E-O-F-F.
3: off. the sinus medicines in the bright red box. Take when needed, only as directed. Today, more than ever, isn't it great to know scouting is still going strong?
5: Scouting's a lot of fun, and you get a lot out of it because you can, um camp and you can work on merit badges and you can work on still
3: helping our kids grow up to to become good Americans, to be prepared.
5: You might even be able to work to Eagle Scout and it helps you a lot when you grow up and it's a lot of fun because you get to do lots of things. Yes,
3: thanks to the United Way and people everywhere, Scouting is still teaching honesty, self-reliance, respect, all the ideals worth believing in,
5: ideals worth supporting. Well, this way you get to camp out in the woods and you get to cook your own food and find out what it's like to just be out in the wilderness seeing how you can do. Get behind scouting.
3: Become a sustaining member. Call the Boy Scouts of America listed in your phone book and make a contribution. Let's keep scouting going stronger than ever.
5: Get him to join and then he can get another friend to join and pretty soon everyone will be in scouting.
3: is the Great Eraser. It has a way of betraying our senses by blotting out the jagged edges of sorrow and unhappiness and leaving us with a false glow of happiness for the good old days. Although it has been proven that the good old days weren't really so good at all, many of us refuse to believe it, preferring to trust our memories. And some of us even go so far as to spend a lot of time in trying to relive
4: the past. Don? Don? Did you see this article in tonight's paper? Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, you were dozing again. Uh, No, no, I was sleeping. Listen to this. Yesterday, the remaining members of that gallant underground group of World War II, Les Insurgents, had a sad reunion. The occasion was the funeral of one of their comrades, Léon Bourlet, who died after a long illness, reducing the living members of that famous band to six Les Insurgents were renowned for their daring exploits during the Nazi occupation and for being the link between a group of U.S. paratroops and the free French forces some months prior to D-Day. Now, what do you think of that?
3: Leon Berlay. He was a good man, Leon.
4: Was he? Or was he the man who turned over Lance to the Gestapo? Oh,
3: please, Florence. I thought that perhaps you were beginning to forget. Please, let's not
4: tear at this thing. I could stop. Stop. If I once knew. Was Léon Bollet the man who betrayed Lance? Oh, he couldn't have been. You sound so infuriatingly certain about who it could not have been, and so eternally vague about who it really was.
3: I happen to know that Léon was operating in the south of France at the time Lance
4: was dropped, and I doubt if they ever met. But you don't happen to know who turned Lance over to the Nazis. No, no, I don't. I'm no longer going to accept that answer, Don. Florence,
3: we've been through this so many times, and so uselessly. Please don't let that news item
4: upset you. It hasn't upset me. It's given me an idea. I'm going to Paris. Somebody there must know. After 30 years, it's it's been forgotten, I'm sure. If anyone ever really did know... I've been married to you for more than 20 years, Don. And I still can't understand your attitude about Lance's death. After all, you were both in the same outfit.
3: Florence, millions of people were killed in the war,
4: and a lot of them were paratroopers. But only one was Lance Sheldon. And he didn't have to die. He died because some coward turned him into the Germans to save his own skin. Do you think it's right that whoever that was should go unpunished?
3: I don't think the man went unpunished. I think Les Insurgents took care of him. Then why don't you or anyone else know his name? Because of Les Insurgents. I was there. I worked with them. They had a fierce pride in themselves and their love of France. To the public, every one of Les Insurgents was a hero. If one wasn't, no one will ever know. And that's the way they intend to keep it. I'm
4: just as proud of Lance and his record. He was so beautifully young, Don. So brave. I'm sorry. I'm leaving for Paris as soon as I can get on a plane.
3: Florence, do you believe I love you? Oh, Don, of course. Then listen to me when I tell you not to go, not to waste your time. Oh, how can I explain this to you? The the times were... they were different then. No, they they were murderous. It, It wasn't only the war and the killings and the fear. It was the people. I don't want you rooting around in that garbage. He, it, it could be dangerous. You don't have the faintest
4: idea of what you might be getting into or even where to start. Yes, I do. I just read part of the newspaper article to you. The rest of it dealt with a priest, Father Vilmy. He's the parish priest where Léon Bolet was buried, and he used to be one of the leaders of Les Insurgents. I'm going to start with him. Father Vilmy?
2: Yes. Come in. Thank you.
4: My name is Florence Peterson. Mrs. Peterson.
2: Yes, madame?
4: I read about you in the paper in America. About les insurgents. Yes, and... uh... Um, This is my second marriage. My first husband was Lance Sheldon. I've come a long way... To get an answer to something that's been bothering me all these years.
2: Well, if I can help you in any way...
4: uh... I want the name of the man who betrayed my husband.
3: I'm sorry, Madame Peterson, but uh, I
2: do not have the information you seek.
4: Well, I find that strange, Father. You must admit, you were one of the leaders of Les Insurgents. You knew Lance... And yet, you don't know the name of the member of your group who betrayed him?
3: You are a good woman, Madame Peterson. I am aware of your feelings, but you are completely unaware of the way a well-organized underground works. If it is to survive, it had better see that all of its members know as little as possible about everyone else.
4: But you knew Lance.
2: I did. I had been chosen as the contact for Lance. And others
4: Well can't you try to recall something that happened Something that
3: It is a long time ago madame It is the dead past
2: Let it remain dead
4: Don said it would be like this Don? My husband Don Peterson He said you'd be hiding behind some silly sense Of keeping the memory of Les Insurgents bright and shiny That you didn't care about punishing the traitor
2: He's a wise man why didn't you heed what he said? Your first husband is dead. If
3: you will forgive me, you are living with a memory. It is best
2: you forget it.
4: You and Lazare Serge are also living with memories. If you are entitled to them, then I'm determined to have mine, whole and complete, the way you want yours. <laughs> Soise and black coffee is all I want. Uh, no wine, thank you.
2: No
3: wine? But Madame Paris, that's unthinkable. <laughs> thank
4: you. I, I I don't want either wine or uh,
3: your company. Ah, but I think you do, Madame. You are Madame Florence Peterson, are you not?
4: Yes, I am,
3: but... Uh, Paul Dubois, you left a message for me.
4: Oh, for you to telephone... You must
3: forgive me, but I hardly expected you to come here. <laughs> Such a cryptic message, madame. If you are interested in the history of Les Arts call Madame Peterson at the Versailles. When I say to myself, Paul, be careful. How does this lady know about you and Les Arts Perhaps it would be wise to find her personally and take her by surprise. And voila, I'm here. I am no longer afraid.
4: What were you afraid of? Who
3: knows? Ghosts, madame. Evil shadows of the ugly past. A stirring of old cautions. I do not know if you would
4: understand. Of course I do.
3: You will be so kind as to tell me how you knew about me and Les Arts
4: I read it in the newspaper. You were one of the men who attended the funeral of Léon Boulay. Ah,
3: And why should that have interested you?
4: Before I married Donald Peterson, I was married to Lance Sheldon.
3: So? And uh, now you come here to Paris to ask me for what? The truth. But you have come to precisely the wrong person. Ask anyone and he will tell you that Paul Dubois is a tremendous liar. (laughs) The truth is not in you. Please,
4: this is important to me. Don't play the clown. You see, I know better. Don has spoken to me about you many times.
3: Don is a fine man. Has he not told you what you want to know about Lance?
4: He can't, because he doesn't know.
3: Not know, but Don and Lance were in the same outfit. They went through training together. Surely Don would know what a magnificent officer Lance was and how he's made them. I don't need
4: Don, nor you, to sing Lance's praises to me. After all, I was his wife for six months six beautiful months. What I want to know is who betrayed him. Why now, madame? After all these years? I want justice. I want the man who delivered him to the Nazis punished. I want to make him suffer just as Lance must have suffered before he died. Uh, I see. Your husband sent you? No, he asked me not to come. Why do you think He would make such a request. He's been telling me for years, let sleeping dogs lie. Don't reopen old wounds. But that's not his real reason. No?
3: What do you think it is?
4: Jealousy. I suppose we both know I'd never have married Don if Lance lived. And I think he wants me to forget.
3: And you think he's wrong? No,
4: I think he's right. But what he doesn't understand is that I can forget much more quickly and easily if I could once be sure that the man who betrayed Lance had gotten what he deserved.
3: Ah. Uh, do any of us ever get what we deserve? Oh, Monsieur Dubois,
4: I didn't come more than 3,000 miles to answer philosophical questions. I understand, madame. You came for revenge. I should think you'd be even more anxious than I to see the man who betrayed you punished.
3: Madame, if I were to tell you...
4: That man there, at the door... It's Father Looney. Huh?
3: Well, nonsense. What would he be doing here? I tell you, it is. Yeah, well, sit here a moment. I've known Alex much longer than you. I'll see if it is he.
4: He's not wearing his collar. He just went out the door. I'll
3: be back immediately.
4: Well, what did he say?
3: Where is he? Well, I imagine where he should be, at his parish.
4: You're telling me that I didn't see Father Vilmi?
3: Madame, I searched the corridor and the lobby. Alex was not there. Why
4: are you lying to me? I'm sure I saw him.
3: Uh, Please forget what you think you saw. You want to know why Les Insurgents should not be as anxious as you to see the betrayer punished. Remember? Yes. Well, the answer is very simple. Now, if I were to furnish you with a statement signed by our surviving members, swearing to their knowledge of the name of the betrayer, would that satisfy you? Would
4: the statement include the name? No. Why not?
3: Because it would serve no purpose.
4: That's the only reason I'm here.
3: Madame, Paris was a very different city under the occupation. A very different world. Values were different then.
4: Not mine. Have you ever turned
3: up a stone and suddenly what was beautiful and verdant
4: is ugly and venomous and the peaceful countryside changes completely? You are telling me that what I may find out is ugly and venomous and therefore should be kept a secret? I am saying
3: more than that, Madame Peterson. I am asking you to take the statement we are willing to give you and return home. Heed my warning while there is still time. If you persist in this search, there is danger for you.
4: You're threatening me. No,
3: no, no, no. I am simply warning you that your search will inevitably lead you to some who held life very cheaply in those days. And they may easily revert to that old, savage philosophy. I cannot be responsible for what may happen.
2: The Bible says, and the truth shall set you free. But it doesn't
3: say at what cost. Some people aren't willing to pay the price... But Florence Peterson seems willing to risk her life in order to find and punish the man who betrayed her husband. I'll be back shortly with
2: Act Two. Sears announces the Great American Paint Sale. Now save $4 a gallon on Easy Living, the one-coat paint Sears used to help protect the home of Betsy Ross and Boston's Old North Church. Now save on Easy Living, Sears' best flat finish latex. It covers walls and woodwork in one coat when applied according to label instructions. And later, when it counts, washes clean like enamel. Regularly $11.99. On sale now, only $7.99. A $4 savings for Great American Homes like yours. Here we are talking with one of the thousands and thousands of people who bought a Buick this year. This is a Skylark, right? That's right. Pretty, huh? Indeed it is. You want to sit in it? I'll let you for a buck and a quarter. Do you charge to let people sit in your Skylark? Oh, this is a very nice car. Look, I figure when word gets out, people will be lined up for blocks. Hey, you want to honk the horn? Give me a dime. Listen, sir, Buick dealers let people do this for free. They do? Yeah. Well, I think they're missing a good bet. Buick, dedicated to the free spirit in just about everyone.
1: Reading is educational. Reading is exciting. Reading is fun. If you can read, you can help teach your child to read. Help your child create his own picture book. Join him or her in cutting out pictures you both like from magazines. Then paste the pictures on sheets of paper. Help arrange the pictures to form pages of different chapters. Some chapters might be called Daddy and Mommy, or Things I Like, or What I Want to Be, or Places I'd Like to Go. More than just being fun, putting the pictures where they belong will be teaching your child to organize and classify information. Listen for other new approach method, reading hints to parents, furnished as a public service announcement by this radio station. For further ways you can help your child, write the new approach method incorporated, Post Office Box 1303, Trenton, New Jersey, 08607.
3: too much about anti-American feeling all over the world, and some travelers return with stories about the coldness of the French to American visitors. Most Americans still find Paris a beautiful and friendly city to visit, but the reception given to Florence Peterson is really something else. Not only do the people she is seeing say, in effect, Yankee go home, but they are seemingly willing to force her to get out of France.
4: Monsieur Dubois, are you responsible for this note that was slipped under my door a few minutes ago? Who is it? Florence Peterson, I'm calling to tell you that I don't appreciate what you've done. I react very badly to threats. Slowly, madame, if you please. I don't know
5: what you're
4: talking about. I'll read it to you. Madame, forget what you have come here for. If you are wise and concerned for your safety and sanity, you will be on a flight out of here tonight. Be wise and go. Signed, a friend of Les Insurgents. That's why I telephoned you. As a member of Les Insurgents, I felt that you could possibly.
5: I, I think we should meet.
4: Only if you'll agree to help me. I know you can if you want to. Uh, let me say that I will not be antagonistic. And you won't tell me to go home. Uh, that must be your decision. Uh, let us say the Café de la Paix at four this afternoon. <laughs> Mr. Craig, do come in.
3: Thank you, Mrs. Peterson, for seeing me. Uh, oh, my credentials to show that I'm attached to the consul here in Paris.
4: Uh, I checked right after you phoned. <laughs>
3: well, that was wise.
4: I can't imagine why you wanted to see me.
3: Well, uh, about your, uh, shall we say, mission
4: here in Paris. And how did you hear about it, Mr. Craig? Uh, well,
3: that doesn't have any bearing on my reason for being here, Mrs. Peterson. Um... You've opened the can of worms.
4: I thought so. I'm happy to hear you confirm it.
3: Uh, Don't jump to conclusions. We're not happy about what you're trying to do. What? Well, now, please, I'd like you to try to understand. I'll try. Uh, The information you seek will only, well, stir up a lot of trouble and cause repercussions that far outweigh any personal
4: motives that you may have. Mr. Craig, why should you be here to keep me quiet? Well, I assure you, Mrs. Peterson... What is it? Why are so many people anxious for me not to know the identity of a traitor?
3: Well, that's one way of looking at it. Is there any other way? Uh, Mrs. Peterson, whether you like it or not, the world has moved on. Some of the heroes of the resistance, and particularly les insurgents, have become important figures.
4: What you're trying to tell me in your special diplomatic fashion is that the man who betrayed my husband is now an important figure and must be protected. No,
3: I I never said that. You've misunderstood completely. No,
4: I don't think so. Mr. Craig, I don't care what happens as long as I can find the man who was responsible for my husband's death.
3: Ah, madame. You see, this time it is I who wait for you.
4: Please sit down. Thank you, Monsieur Dubois. Does this mean you are willing to help me? Of course. Well, the more I thought
3: about your obvious love for young Sheldon, the more I sympathized. At first, I was thinking too much of Les Jean and your present husband. What do you mean? You told me that Don Peterson, who I also know... Asked you not to undertake this. And you did, anyway. Then, indeed, it is apparent how much your first marriage meant
4: to you. Yes, what you say is true. I can tell you, a stranger, that I loved Lance as I never could love Don. Oh, you know, it's not that Don isn't... It's just that I remember Lance as sunlight and laughter and Don is... Oh, Mr. Dubois, respect, Don. He's been good to me. Of course, you know how we met. No. He was chosen to tell me of Lance's death. I remember asking him at the time whether Lance's betrayer had been punished, and I think he said something to the effect that it had been done. I really don't remember. He was very kind, gentle. Yes. Maybe I haven't been the wife to him that i should be but i do try honestly try but lance is there somewhere in the back of my head
3: and also in your heart
4: yes i suppose so but i really believe that if i can satisfy myself that justice has been done then then maybe it isn't too late for me to to make it up to don
5: Hmm.
3: and that is why i am here i am prepared to help
4: Then you'll give me the name.
3: Uh, That's not for me to decide. I must obtain permission from my comrades. If you will wait until I make a phone call... (laughs) I may have some news for you. Uh, uh, Yes? Poor Dubois here. You have spoken with her? I can only apologize. The identity of the man who gave Lanshild in a way... Has become an ide fix with her. I don't believe that there's any way in which she can be dissuaded. Well, we we'll just have to let her go ahead and try to block her at every turn. I disagree. You must be protected at all costs. That is our prime objective. I suggest elimination. Absolutely not. You have not met the woman. I have. She will not rest. There is no reason for her to be removed, and I forbid it must be another way can you think of one sir what about alex well she started with him she may have a reason to mistrust him he is still a priest perhaps we can get him to help you prepare some kind of a charade something that would satisfy her and
5: still conceal the truth
4: a long call well can you tell me the name Um,
3: not at the moment madame but I'm hopeful of what of getting permission from those who have yet to be contacted how long will that take oh a day or two at the most meanwhile (laughs) you enjoy the beautiful sights of Paris and I promise to contact you A course of action has been suggested, one in which you can be of help. And that is? To give her an answer, to make her believe that her search has been successful. Can it be done? I think, with your help. And uh, what would that consist of, Paul? Well, let's say a theatrical presentation. A recital of how angry we were when we discovered that we'd been betrayed. Uh, and how frightened, if we must be truthful. That too. And then we discovered the traitor, and we eliminated him. Lance Sheldon's death had been avenged by the death of the man who betrayed him. And Madam Peterson is happy. Hmm. Do we have a name for the traitor, Paul? Ah, any name will do. Any name in your graveyard. No. But it's foolproof, Alex. We'll tell her what she already half believes. That you couldn't give her the information before. You had to get permission from all the members of the group. I cannot use the church to buttress a lie. I will not be a party to it, Paul. The church doesn't enter into it. We are using Alex Vilmy, a former member of Les Insurgents, to protect our reputation. Alex Vilmy could have done it. Father Vilmy cannot and will not. Think of the peace that you will bring to this poor, tortured woman. I have spent time with her. She's sincere. She really must have this information. And you? Think of the poor soul lying in his grave. The soul who never committed a murder and whom I, a priest, now name as a killer. No. No, Paul. You cannot ask this of me. I do. In the name of Les so in the name of every one of us who fought alongside you, Alex, and who died protecting you and me, I do ask it. And I refuse.
2: In the name of the Lord.
4: Mr. Craig, if you've come here again to tell me to leave Paris,
3: you're just well, wasting. I would be just wasting my time. I know that, <laughs> Mrs. Pearson. And as I told you over the phone, that's not my purpose.
4: But surely you're not here to help me.
3: Well, that's exactly why I am here. There's been a good deal of time spent at the consulate about you and your search. And we're deeply concerned about your safety. Please. Oh, we do have a responsibility for your welfare. We must keep an eye on you here in Paris. But we ask you a favor. To give us your word that if you leave the city, you'll let us know immediately. And also tell us your destination.
4: Why should I do that?
3: Well, for your own sake. It isn't too much to ask.
4: All right. I don't see what harm that can do.
5: Hello? Madame, I have good news for you. Tomorrow,
3: you shall have the answer you seek You will be downstairs in front of the hotel at exactly ten o'clock in the morning
4: because we have to drive out of Paris. Where are we going? I cannot tell you. But what does it matter? I
3: promise that when we are finished, there will be no more questions in
4: your mind. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, but... Oh, I feel like such a fool. I've made a commitment. I thought you were... Oh, I am, I am. I'll go with you, but I... I mean, I promised to inform the American consulate if I left Paris. To tell them where I'm going. Out oh, of the question. But I... I gave Mr. Craig my word. Well, that is regrettable. I wish you a good day. No, no, no. Don't hang up. Why can't you let me tell the consulate? What harm could there be in that? Madame, you have never understood us
3: or our motives. You have looked only at yourself thought by now you would have realized how jealously the answers are of their place in history of our reputation because I pleaded to your cause and because the answer you seek concerns me personally permission has been given to tell you the whole story but it must stop there,
4: no one else I thought I could trust you right. but... No, no, all right I'll be downstairs at ten o'clock and I'll go with you and I won't tell a soul I give you my word.
1: Fools rush in, of
3: course. But as a matter of fact, Florence Peterson is neither a fool nor an angel. Just a haunted woman driven by a need to know the answer to a question that has nagged at her and almost destroyed her life. We'll be back with the answer she receives in just a few moments.
1: Now
2: True Value Hardware Stores offer two remarkable power tools with no strings attached. Skill Cordless Drills. Hi, Pat Summerall to tell you about them. First, there's the Skill 3 8 inch Cordless Reversing Drill and Screwdriver. Its high torque and low RPM suits it for heavy duty work. It reverses to remove screws or jammed drill bits. You can use it indoors or out, and it recharges overnight. This Skill 3 8 inch Cordless Reversing Drill works so well You'll probably use it even where your regular drill would reach. Yet it's just $39.99. The second skill tool from your True Value hardware store is the quarter-inch cordless drill with double reduction gearing for high torque and the trigger safety lock to prevent accidental starts. It's just $25.99. So get the power tools with no strings attached. Skill cordless tools. They're just a few of the many values at participating True Value hardware stores. By the way, tell them Pat Summerall sent you. From Maine to Mauna Loa, all across this great big land.
3: in our lives, I'm sure all of us have felt that we were out of place. But I wonder how many of us have ever experienced the feeling of being out of time. That is to say that your presence in that particular place was either too early or too late. That was exactly the feeling that Florence Peterson was experiencing as she sat beside Paul Dubois and felt him slow the pace of the speeding car. Ah, we're almost there, madame.
4: les de eglises Isn't this the town where General de Gaulle lived?
3: And he's buried, madame. As are some of his officers and brave men of the resistance. Right here, in this cemetery. Uh, if you please, madame. Thank you. Are you all right?
4: Yes, sir. I think so. I just feel uh, frightened.
3: Cemeteries affect some people that way A reminder of our mortality
4: Uh, I'm all right now Good
3: Uh, Here, we step off the path here My family plot is just over there
4: You're showing me a grave?
3: Yes, madame A tombstone And on that tombstone will be the name you seek
4: But I thought you said this was your family.
3: The end of your search.
4: Rene Dubois. Born 1921. Died 1944.
3: My brother, madame. My brother was the traitor.
4: Oh, no. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you are not.
3: He, He was too young. I blame myself, but it was difficult. We had always been close, and we we made a mistake. I told him about Les Insurgents... and asked him if he wanted to join us. I knew, of course, what the answer would be. But I, I did not know that within two weeks... he would be caught... It was too soon. I,
4: I understand. You don't have to say anymore.
3: No, more. you must hear the whole story. We knew René had been captured, but he rejoined us a week later with only a few superficial bruises and a story that he deceived the Gestapo into thinking him an innocent. Oh, I wanted to believe him, I think it was only because he was my brother that the other officers allowed themselves also to be deluded, but...
4: But it was possible, wasn't it?
3: Hardly, madame. We had seen too many prisoners who had been interrogated by the Gestapo, and then little things began to go wrong. Our plan seemed foredoomed to failure, and we knew... But still, no one said anything to me until... until your husband was captured. Then we knew action had to be taken. He was my brother, madame. And I executed him. Your husband and les insurgents were avenged... But an oath was taken, madame. An oath not to reveal this to anyone. It was something that was finished and
4: forgotten. I... I promise to forget. I will never breathe a word of this to a living soul. I understand so much now. The reason for your actions... And Father Villeneuve... Monsieur Dubois,
5: Monsieur
3: Dubois, I neglected to uh, ask you when you ordered the gravestone I put in your plot yesterday whether you desired the bill to be sent to your home or, or your office. I can understand your anger, madame. You are beneath contempt. I warned you, madame. I told you I was a liar, not to be trusted. A
4: liar? What you've done to me is inhuman. What a fool I've been. You knew when you went through that utterly contrived story about your brother, I cried. Madame, I beg you to consider. Your
3: pride has been hurt. Nothing more. Very oh, anyway, well. I shall resign myself to a long, silent drive back to Paris.
4: Good. You can think of other ways in which to try and stop me while I try to find the truth. Because I want it now, more than ever,
3: Madame. I repeat, the only word of truth I have spoken to you. For your own good, go home. Hello, Dubois. Ah, uh, Paul! I trust you have good news and everything went well. A disaster. The stonemason asked where he should send the bill Just after I'd convinced her I shall never forgive myself for not paying him at the time it was Bad luck it would seem we have almost exhausted our resources I don't see what else we can do short of Well, you will have to forget about her Obviously I still have one avenue open to me I cannot think of a single possibility The truth well, aside from the risk you run, I don't think that at this point she would believe it.
4: Hello, Don. Oh, so glad you're home. I know it's terribly expensive to call, but I must talk to you. I missed you. I missed you too. Honestly, more than I thought I would. I need you, Don. Oh, what is it? Something new has come up. I have to go to Munich.
5: Why? Why don't you take what is
4: good advice and come on home? Oh, Don, please. Not you. Just let me read you this note I received. Go ahead. Madame, if you want the answer you have been seeking so avidly, go to Munich. You will find an Heinrich Rotman listed in the telephone directory. Call him. Identify yourself as having been sent from Paris by the Fox Thirty-some-odd years ago, he was Colonel Rotman, head of the SS forces in Paris. He has the answer you seek. Don, you hear me? Yes? Well, what should I do? All I can say is that there was a Colonel
3: Rotman. And if I were you, I'd call Munich before I leave Paris. If you reach him, tell him you're coming. don't tell him why over the phone.
2: (laughs) Peterson,
3: come in, come in. I, uh, I fear the room is too warm, but in the remainder of my life, I seek warmth. Uh, how do you come to know the fox?
4: My husband served with the resistance in France.
3: Uh, you said your name is Peterson. Your husband was not French.
4: My husband's name was Lance Sheldon. Captain Sheldon. And I want to know the name of the man who betrayed him. It's someone important, someone so important that no one will tell me.
3: Uh, Frau Peterson, uh, are you sure you want
4: this information? I've come a long way to get it, Colonel Rothman.
3: The name of the traitor was Sheldon. Captain Lance Sheldon of the United States Army.
4: What? What are you saying?
3: Your first husband, Frau Peterson, was the man who betrayed Les Insurgents. I...
4: I don't believe you. Well, believe
3: what you want. You came to me for an answer, I give it to you. A French farmer who had been cooperating with us saw your husband's parachute descent one night. He reported it to us and we picked up Captain Sheldon. No. No. If you do not wish me to continue, I will stop. We will talk about other things. That can't be true. Lance would never... Captain Sheldon quickly saw the strength of our position and the weakness of his. Particularly after we introduced him to some prisoners, we had interrogated him. So he quickly agreed to work for us. He did uh, fairly well, but uh, did not as I had hoped... Uh, get us the identity of the fox Although it is of no importance to me today I believe the fox executed Sheldon When they discovered he was our link to them And if that is so Then there would be good reason not to tell you, no?
4: It just can't be This is another of their tricks. It's It's just another attempt to keep me from the truth I won't fall for it I won't allow them or you to blacken the name of my husband right by heart. Oh,
3: you would perhaps like to see some photographs I have kept over the years. No,
4: they don't interest me.
3: Of course not. You're just another fool who does not want the truth. Who wants to believe only what she... Good day, Frau Peterson.
4: No, wait. You... You do have some pictures...
3: Be patient. When I wheel myself over to the desk, I will show you. Here. Wait. There is
5: it. Ah.
3: You see, Frau Peterson. when we enlisted the spy, we tried to make sure that he would not betray us. And so, we took pictures. Like these. Uh, careful. they are fragile after all these years. But... You see, they clearly show Captain Sheldon in uniform, uh, shall we say fraternizing with me and some other members of the SS. There is your husband. There is your hero.
5: Well,
2: what a fool. She's fainted. Here this way,
4: Don. How did you know I'd be on that?
3: Dubois cabled me that you'd be on this flight.
4: Oh, that was nice of him,
3: of course.
0: Well, now you know.
4: Yes, I know, Don. I can't face you all these years, these long wasted, bitter years. And you must have known, and you couldn't tell me. Oh, I can't ever. How can I make them up to you?
3: No need. Remember Browning's poem, Grow Old Along with Me? The best is yet to be. For you, Florence, and for us. of us treasure our illusions. Indeed, some very great writers, Eugene O'Neill being one of them, felt strongly that once stripped of them, we wouldn't find life worth living. But there must be exceptions to every rule, and particularly one would feel when the bitter loss of illusions can also give you a reason for living. And Don Peterson had just given his wife the best reason in the world, love. I'll be back shortly.
0: Allstate asks, do you own a small business? Go over these questions with your present group health and life insurance
3: agent. If your agent doesn't say yes to every one, then talk to the good hands people question. Does your present group plan cover all x-rays and lab tests other than in routine physical exams?
2: If not,
5: talk to the good hands people.
2: Does your present group plan provide disability income protection to help replace your employees' paychecks and yours? If not, talk to the good
5: hands people. You're in good hands with all state
2: See your Allstate agent to find out what an Allstate plan costs, what is and isn't covered, including benefit reductions and terms under which insurance continues in force. Allstate insurance companies, available in most states to businesses that qualify. Moving on
1: with the Allied spirit, going to a brand new town. You're leaving the past miles behind you with Allied. Homeward Bound Hello, tomorrow I'm on my way I know you're gonna bring a brighter day I've got the Allied spirit And it feels like I'm going home ¶¶ New friends to make, new seats to sow, with allied fan lines I'm raring to go.
2: Hello, tomorrow I'm on my way. I know you're gonna bring a brighter day. I've got the allied spirit, and it feels like I'm going. Cynical among us, never tire of pointing
3: out how horrible life is. English poet A.E. Hausman wrote that the two traits of man are to stand up and walk the treadmill or to lie flat, know nothing and be still. He sums it all up by saying, which is worse, I know not. But I know that both are ill. I can think of a number of things that make life worth living. Things like work, and love, and storytelling. Our cast included Marion Seldes, Court Benson, Guy Sorrell, and Robert Maxwell. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.
0: Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Allied Van Lines,
3: all state insurance companies, and True Value Hardware stores. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in
2: Americans billions of dollars each and every year, yet the average American can help stop the growing tragedy of crime with the cost of a postage stamp. The Exchange Clubs of America have assembled what they call your personal crime prevention action file, filled with simple rules for protecting your property and your person. Simply write Crime Prevention, Box 2672, Toledo, Ohio, 43606. Crime can be reduced if each and every
3: one of us joins together to make crime prevention quick.
1: WFAA Dallas Fort Worth CBS News The government is going to try to outlaw Segregated private schools The first such action undertaken in Washington This is Doug Poling Reporting on the CBS Radio Network
0: Long weekends are all about Getting a little U-time And at the Home Depot U-time means you building You drilling You doing, you recharging, you saving, and you going back for more. Do Labor Day your way and get a free 18 volt battery with select Milwaukee Power Toolkit purchases at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.